Welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. In this podcast, I discuss everything Sea of Thieves, from lore to PvP, to even what fish you can catch for the hunter's call. Please sit back, relax, and join me on this adventure. back pirate talk radio this is episode 49 we're closing in on that one year of episodes that would be episode 52 for those of you who don't know 52 episodes in a year and i know when we first got this started last year we didn't do a complete year um when the year turns over um i will be obviously going to season three for those of you whose uh, podcasting apps um you know have the seasons listed i know some do some don't um, but we'll start season three in 2022 um those on youtube it's just an episode number so there you go um but episode 49 we are i i first off i still can't believe that uh this show has been as popular as it is and i i can't believe um i mean i love doing it but seeing everyone enjoying listening to it um, and things like that. It's just absolutely fantastic. So thank you very, everyone very much for a great 49 episodes. And we have many, many, many more to come. And I promised you two episodes ago that I would start talking a little bit more in depth about season four and um, the sunken kingdom. And I didn't do that last week. I didn't have a lot of time to play. Um, and I didn't want to dive into something um, that I didn't put enough time in uh, to really give it its due. Uh, there was a lot of negative feedback that I got from streamers, um, from the community, uh, you know, Reddit and YouTube and, and Twitter and all that fun stuff about this update. And I, I wanted to give it its due before I, I just, you know, took the little bit of time that I had uh, the little bit of time that I had to play and use the feedback of, of others um, in order to, 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 to provide the episode. So I did get a little bit of time to play, not as much as I wanted. New World has been taking a lot of my time and work has been taking way more time than I want to admit. Um, but I did take some time to play. And I went in to this particular um, season with the understanding that it didn't matter what Rare did. It didn't matter what Rare did in this season. It, it wasn't going to matter. And why I say that was Pirate's Life. Pirate's Life was such an incredible, uh, amazing update of story and the integration with Disney and the Disney characters and introducing the first part of the Sunken Kingdom um, and the tall tales and the, the new tall tales and all the cinematic gameplay that you got to do with the fight with Davy Jones. And, and just, it, it was, it was on the next level of art design and gameplay that 
it didn't matter what was going to come out. It was going to fail to live up to that hype. And I said when Pirate's Life came out and I played through it and and I released my um, you know, playthrough on YouTube and stuff like that, I said that for a while people are going to and maybe for a very long time people are going to compare every single update uh to a Pirate's Life. Fair or not, that's what they're going to do. And it was it was a great update. Now there's obviously still bugs that they they worked on pretty quickly. Most of the gameplay bugs, um, as far as the new content, obviously we still had outstanding bugs that were existing. But at the end of the day, it was an update that was just so big and so grand and so beautiful that it didn't matter what Sea of Thieves came up with for season four. Might not even matter what they come up with season five or six everything is going to, for a while, look like a downhill slope from a pirate's life just because of how big that update was. And so I, I really wanted to put that in context, and I, and I talked about that in episodes before, and I, and I you know, I was just blown away uh, by our pirate's life when I was first started out very skeptical of it. So I entered season four with the understanding that it didn't matter what they did. Before we got the trailer, before we got any of that, it didn't matter what they did. They weren't going to top a pirate's life. And they might never top a pirate's life. We might wait years, and then they might have something that tops a pirate's life. But I don't see anything on the horizon for this game, except maybe fixing some of these outstanding bugs like hit registration, which everyone wants, historical weapon accuracy, that would top a pirate's life. I can pretty, I can pretty much guarantee that if all of a sudden historical rep and accuracy hit reg was completely fixed, that would blow every single update out of the water. It didn't matter how beautiful it was, how great the content was. If combat was fixed in Sea of Thieves, all of a sudden, it, it wouldn't matter anymore. Everyone would forget Jack Sparrow was in the game, and they would realize that their sword works, their blunderbuss was consistent, and their pistol actually gave a damn. But aside from that, there's not too much they could do that is going to top a pirate's life. Until, you know, they team back up with Disney in the future for the next installment, which we know will come at some point. So I, I you know, two episodes ago, we talked about the, um, what I was looking at the season pass, which I thought they've done uh, really well um, with the, on this one. Uh, we talked about the new cosmetics that launched for the season, which, <clears throat> though I think they were designed beautifully, they're not things that I really liked. But still, art, artfully, they were designed well. And we looked at the Sunken Kingdom and the original, um, you know, just the, the art that they showed um, and things like that. And it was beautiful. But the question that I raised was, Sea of Thieves has always had this issue, and I call it an issue. I know other people don't, but I call it an issue. And I know a lot of the player base calls it an issue. And that is longevity of their updates. How long does this new content keep players playing, right? We've talked about this time and time again with player base and stuff like that. I'm not going to get into the player base numbers and things like that because uh, I always take a ridiculous amount of criticism for it, but you know what? I use the numbers which are public. If you didn't want me to have bad numbers, then actually release everything. It's not going to happen, so that's where we are. And so it's the longevity of the content. Right? How long will players be playing it before they're tired and done and bored? A week. This content that they released for season four is a week or less. And I say that because within 
three days, people had the accommodations done. People had the new curse. People had all the lore books done. Like three days, people had everything done already. Yes, those are the players who are playing, you know, multiple hours a day, 10, 12 hours a day, streamers, things like that. But the fact of the matter is, it was done in three days. For more casual players, maybe. I'm not saying all accommodations completing, but as far as when players are going to get back into their routine and not go to the thing, I would say at this point, it is that. Um, Unless you're on an Alliance server or you have a specific community of people who are specifically working on the accommodations or something like that, Sunken Kingdom is pretty much just fallen into the pages of Sea of Thieves. And that was my biggest concern coming off of a pirate's life, that if they came back with a, and I, and I, I want to be careful saying lackluster update, um, because I'm going to say some things coming up that I, I think this update was very nice on. But when I say a lackluster update, what I'm saying is something that doesn't last very long and wasn't as impactful as a pirate's life. And I think at the end of the day, we got what I guessed, which was something that wasn't as impactful as a pirate's life because we had already been to the sunken kingdom in a pirate's life and something that didn't have the longevity of more than, you know, two, two and a half weeks and people are back to their normal stuff. So I got what we, what I thought we would get. I got what I predicted we would get. Um, but that's not to say that there weren't aspects of this update that I didn't enjoy thoroughly. Am I done with this update? No. Am I going to grind out the curse and the accommodations right now? No. It'll come when it comes. Um, I've got some other things work included until the end of October that's really keeping me busy. Um, I've got uh, the the charity 24-hour stream coming up at the beginning of November. Um, I'm really enjoying New World, which I'm playing on stream. If you would like to check that out, twitch.tv slash Davram. The schedule's updated there. So there's a lot of things in my life right now which are is, is taking me away from Sea of Thieves. And that's fine. There's a lot of things for a lot of people that are keeping them away from Sea of Thieves. But that is a Sea of Thieves problem. And some of you are going to say, well, Davram, no, it's a you problem because you've got all this stuff and busy. No. The only reason I'm playing New World is because Sea of Thieves isn't keeping my attention. I would love to get off work and just want to play Sea of Thieves. I would love to get off work and sink hours into Sea of Thieves. I would like to change my game title from Magic the Gathering or World of Warcraft before that or New World now and change it to Sea of Thieves and not have to touch it for months for a year, whatever. I I would love that because I absolutely love this game, but it's not giving me enough. And the bugs and issues, which are still apparent, they're, they're causing too much frustration to play it all the time. That's the issue. And you see a lot of streamers pulling away unless there are things going on like Twitch drops and stuff. But, I love this game. I absolutely love this game. And even though I only was able to spend a little bit of time playing this game in the past week, I loved it. I It's beautifully designed as far as the colors and the ships and the water 
and you dive under the water to this wonderful new world of brilliant colors and coral and these creatures and these puzzles and this new loot that looks amazing. And it just wasn't enough to keep me away from New World for more than a couple hours. And sure, New World's the new hotness, but there's a lot in New World that I'm enjoying. For example, their combat system works. So yeah, there's some bugs in New World that are very frustrating, but I'll tell you what, in a game that I can turn PvP on all the time and get some fights, I know when I swing my weapon or I block, it's gonna work. When I shoot my musket and hit someone, they're going to take damage. And for me as a PvP player, that's more important because that's more fun. I'm not getting beaten by the game. And so when I talk about season four here with Sunken Kingdom, the art design is again, a home run. And when I say a home run, I mean, this is the, like, Hulk swung this bat, and that ball is so far out into the stratosphere, it probably is heading towards the moon at this point. It is gorgeous. The colors of the water as you're diving down. Hell, even the purple swirly on top of the water telling you that this event is going on. You dive down and you fight the creatures and the waterfalls and the siren statues. It's gorgeous, but we've seen it before. We saw it in the tall tale. And yes, this is an expansion of the tall tale. Number two, I think it's an expansion of that, right? It's giving us more places to explore for lore hounds out there. It was an absolutely outstanding update that they get all these new lore books that talk about the ancients and talk about, you know, all the, uh, it talks about so much stuff that Lorehounds wanted. Unfortunately, the majority of players are not Lorehounds. And I was talking to Captain Logan the other night on my stream. Thank you, Logan, for tuning in consistently. I really appreciate that, dude. I don't. I know we both are, live on the opposite sides of the country and our schedules don't usually uh, mesh, but man, dude, I love when you pop in and I know you're listening because you always send me messages after every episode talking uh, talking about some of the things I talk about. So thank you, dude. I really appreciate that love and support, man, uh, coming in and chatting. Even if we're talking Sea of Thieves or Nintendo or whatever the case may be, I appreciate that. And again, for those of you out there, uh, Logan has been doing, I would say, the Sea of Thieves podcast for, I think, what, three years now? He started this podcast literally at the start of the game, and it's the Keelhole uh, podcast. If you haven't listened to it, it's weekly, it's amazing, and and like I said, he's a buddy of mine, he's been on this show, and again, thank you, Logan, shout out to you, man, um, for, for tuning into the stream, watching New World, and just having a blast with me chatting, so thank you, dude. I'll have to get you on Discord so we can actually, like, chatty chat instead of typey type. But Logan is a lore hound, and this stuff, he's going to have content to talk about as far as the lore that we got in, in Sunken Kingdom for a while. Captain Falcor, I haven't got him on the show yet, but he's a lore hound. And he's put out multiple videos about some of the lore that comes out of the Sunken Kingdom. For lore hounds, this update was amazing. It's something they've been looking for for a while. But the majority of the players 
lore is okay. And what Logan and I talked about is once you read these journals and pick up these journals from all these islands and underwater and at forts and wherever you find a journal, it's not permanent anywhere. There's no place unless you go to a Sea of Thieves website, which has them all documented, for you to go back and read the entire story from top to bottom. You have to go back out to the islands and open the books. And I hate to keep bringing up New World, but New World has the exact same system as Sea of Thieves as far as lore. Now, where Sea of Thieves has, has you know, some characters talking and stuff like that, New World has a little bit of that. But the entire story is driven by these journals which are laid or pinned or a piece of paper pinned or laying down and you pick them up and read them. The difference between New World and Sea of Thieves is once you get it, it's added to your personal journal. Think of yourself like Indiana Jones. You, you are, you are, you find this thing, this clue, and you pick up your pen or crayon and you write it down in your journal and you keep your journal. So at any point in the game of New World, I can open up my journal and I can flip through those pages in order and read the lore. Sea of Thieves doesn't have that. And Sea of Thieves has an amazing story and an amazing lore behind it that in general, I think a lot of people either forget or they lose because the only way to read those journals is to go to a website. So Logan and I talked and we, we agree that Rare should add a system where all the journals you've collected across your entire time of Sea of Thieves are, are documented based on the book they're in, like Glitterbeard. All those journals should be in a Glitterbeard-like folder. The Umbra journals in the Umbra folder. Wanda, whoever it is. Those journals have a name. They're part of the accommodation. Put them in a section, a journal, where players can go and read the story once they've got it all put together. So it's not out of order. It's in the order of which the accommodation is. So book one or page one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, however many it is. And it's in order and you can go back and read it. So for lore hounds, this is great. But again, they're going to have to write their notes down or they're going to have to go to a website to go back and read the entire story from top to bottom. But for the majority of the players, those journals are literally, you walk up, you click through it really quick and you keep moving because you just want the accommodation credit for whatever achievement, whatever accommodation, whatever reward you get for doing it. And that's a problem. The art is beautiful. The lore is beautiful. But what about the gameplay? It's kind of boring. It's kind of boring. Now, sure, you've got the new puzzles, but yes, they're different areas, but the puzzles are the same you did in Tall Tale 2 of Pirate's Life. Siren statues, turning capstans, solving, jumping puzzles, right? Killing crustaceans, whatever it is. It's just an expansion of Tall Tale 2. As far as the new, what is it? The treasuries, I think, where it's for. It, it's just the skeletal fort, but instead of skeletons, you get you know, your crustaceans and stuff and the under, you, you just get the, and it's underwater. That's all it is. And then the vault, you get your stuff and you get out. It's just a fort that's underwater. And sure, it looks pretty and looks new, but it's nothing new, right? It just has the old system with a new fresh coat of paint. And I can talk a long time about games that try that to keep going. Some succeed, some don't. I'll give you an example of one that succeeded. 
Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy VII is arguably one of the best adventure, I, I guess it's considered an adventure RPG. I don't know. Someone's going to tweet me or email me and tell me I'm wrong. But Final Fantasy VII is one of the greatest games that was ever made. <clears throat> it had a great story, had a great combat system, had a great way that you could customize your characters however you wanted. It was long enough that you felt like you got your value. And people wanted a remastered version of Final Fantasy VII. And now you're getting a remastered version of Final Fantasy VII. Now it might be coming out over the next couple years, but you're getting a remastered version. Some people are upset because the story's changed a little bit. Some people might be upset because the combat changed a little bit. But guess what? It wasn't just a fresh coat of paint. <clears throat> they took something that was amazing. They put the paint over it, but they also added a new bumper, new tires. They put a new engine in it. They put this badass spoiler on it, and they turned this little shitty smart car into a badass sports car. And I only say it was a shitty smart car because let's be honest, PlayStation, was it PlayStation 1? <laughs> they had square, they had cube hands, okay? And now they look like real. But see if Thieves, they're not putting the spoiler on it. They're not putting a new engine in it. They're not putting a new bumper and new tires on it. They're literally taking what they already have, dipping into their Bob Ross set, and painting a pretty little tree. Well, in this case, a pretty little coral and some bright colors. Now, that's not to say the art isn't absolutely gorgeous. I will ne I don't think I have ever in my entire time playing Sea of Thieves, doing content for Sea of Thieves, I don't think I've ever, ever bashed the art team. That art team is spectacular. They are outstanding. Even if it's cosmetics or something that I'm not a fan of as far as using it on my pirate, they are outstanding with the color choices, the blending, amazing. But when you actually break it down, you have this amazing art team putting a fresh coat of Bob Ross paint on gameplay that hasn't changed. And that is the drawback. That's the drawback. So did I think that season four was going to be a disappointment in most players' eyes because, again, everything's going to be compared to a pirate's life? Yes. Is it a disappointment in the players' eyes? Well, I'm going to talk about some community posts that I found, some community feedback that I found, and I'll let you be the judge. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm pretty sure the community is a bit disappointed in season four in the sunken kingdom as far as the content that was added. I know that's sometimes a hard pill to swallow, and honestly, it's hard words to say from someone who loves this game. But at the end of the day, if you're just painting a happy little tree or a pretty piece of coral on something that's, well, been around for a while now, uh, mm. So as far as to close up my thoughts about season four, Plunder Pass, great value. Um, we're going to talk about some new cosmetics that are also coming for an upcoming event. The cosmetics were done beautifully, as always. 
The art of the Sunken Kingdom, amazing. The lore additions, absolutely incredible. All of that is amazing. The new system to make sure your loot gets taken to the surface via the clamshell. And even if your ship gets sunk above, the clamshell will not open until you talk to the mermaid. All that is great. But the new shrines and treasuries are, well, you just painted a happy little coral on a skeletal fort. You just took the puzzles of, of Sea of Thieves, Pirate's Life, or, uh, uh, Pirate's Life, Tall Tale 2, and you just redesigned the inside. Really. It, it, it wasn't built to last for these players very long. And I would say that now that we're a couple weeks, what, one week, two weeks, I think, now into season, maybe this is week three into season four, most players are just going back to their normal thing. And that sucks. And that sucks. And I hope Rare pays attention to that. I hope Rare pays attention to that. And yeah, I know a lot of people are giving positive feedback with the world event going on right now with the killing of the skeletons. I think it's amazing. I talked about that last week. I can't really bash this because, again, it's a world event. It's for everyone to unlock as a global community. And I think that's a great idea. So I can't really knock it too much. Again, I, I wish they wouldn't have spelled out the different favor things and just been like, play the game and watch the status. But that's not their style. I think the new cosmetics for that event are great. I think for a normal player, just under a month to complete that, I think is fine. Um, some players won't complete it, but I don't think that event should be based on the most casual of casual person can get it done. I, I don't think that's how events should be designed. I think events should be designed that the average player can complete it in time. And I think this was designed well for that. This week, we got some news. Uh, we did get... Um, uh, 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 hello, Joe Neat here, executive producer of Sea of Thieves. We got one of those this week. Um, and he talked about uh, a new charity project coming up. Um, and as you well know, I am a big fan of supporting charity. So you know very well that I will put my money into Sea of Thieves and make sure that I get the new charity sales coming out. Um, so look out for those. Uh, they will be in the Emporium soon. And all the money um, that they raise, I believe they said, uh, went to help stop child hunger, um, I believe was the charity that they talked about. Um, and that I, I, I should have written it down, but I didn't. Um, but either way, um, Rare always does an amazing job supporting charities. Their soccer match or football match that they just had uh, supported charity. I think they were over 5,000 pounds, English pounds, um, to the charity. I know this Sea of Thieves event is going to generate some money for the charity. I, I love the fact, and I can always get behind Rare, for supporting amazing causes. And I will always dump my money uh, to support amazing causes like that. So charity sales coming. Um, there are Twitch drops going on right now, starting on 10, 15, that's October 15th is the first Twitch drop. It's the extenuation of the reskinned Hunter, the gold, silver, blackish gray, uh, Hunter set that they started with the last Twitch drops. Um, so another set going on right now, um, through the weekend, like they normally do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So I believe it's four different drops. I think um, the 15th is the uh, speaking trumpet. I think the compass, the fishing pole, and the tankard maybe be on this one. I, I don't remember. Again, should have written it down. 
didn't have time with work. There you go. Uh, but Twitch drops uh, going on right now. Uh, there's also a deal. Um, so they with this uh, with this most recent update um, for Halloween is what it's for. I'm gonna pull it up over here um, on my other monitor, and um, they put a package in the Xbox and Steam stores uh, for the Halloween set, um, and it's the Crips and Creatures bundle. Um, you get the Infernal Canine. Um, you get the uh, what is it? The Inspire Fear ominous looking costume kind of looks like a, a Phantom of the Opera wearing the Hunter set, but it's a snake mouth. It's a really cool costume. Um, so it's called the Crimson Crypt costume. Uh, the Diabolical Dog. You get 550 ancient coins uh, to spend in the Pirate Emporium, which you should probably get because this Crimson Crypt costume is not the only thing you're going to be able to get that's really freaking sick. Uh, and 25,000 gold. So, uh, that's like, I think around $15, $16, $17, something like that on steam, uh, and on Xbox. So check that out. Um, but if maybe that's not up your alley, there is the new Halloween gargoyle inspired weapon set, which looks badass. There is the, um, there's the crimson, um, ship set, which looks amazing. Um, with a bat on the front, uh, the collector's figure looks beautiful. Not sure how I feel about the cannons. Um, I haven't got to play with them yet. Uh, but the new confetti, which I don't like the confetti, the new confetti shoots bats, which is kind of cool, but it's, it's really like a dark Halloween vampire looking set. And it's just great. Uh, there is a free emote out there for you along with other emote bundles. So a lot of things came to the Emporium. Um, to support you and your spooky Halloween needs out there. Um, I know those folks around the world might not celebrate Halloween. It might be a, a very much an American thing. Um, but if you're into vampires and, and spooky stuff and horror, definitely check this stuff out on the, uh, the Pirate Emporium. I think it was designed beautiful. I'm definitely going to pick up this stuff. I didn't pick up the alligator stuff, but I will definitely pick up this stuff um, because it's absolutely amazing. Um, so that's, uh, that's all coming to you now, I believe in the Empire Emporium. So, uh, go check that out. All right. So I want to get back from the news and go back into season four here and kind of talk about some of the community feedback that I've been reading. Now, this isn't something from, uh, the listeners out there that have emailed me uh, again. The, if you want to email the show, you can put the, the, the emails in the show notes, um, below, and you can always email me. Um, I check that email. It's up all day. So if there's something that's cool that comes through, um, I can get it added to the show or um, I can respond to you. Also, you can hit me up on Twitter. Um, all that contact information is um, in the uh, the show notes along with come check out the stream um, on Twitch um, and you can, you can chat with me. I'll talk Sea of Thieves even though I'm playing New World. I have no problem talking Sea of Thieves. So come by uh, and check it out. And as the, uh, the plug for this episode for the charity. Um, all the revenue that I make on Twitch through bits, um, subs, prime subs. If you've got Amazon prime, you get a free sub, um, to, to any, um, content creator on Twitch. Uh, all that money when Twitch pays me out, will go directly to the charity. So I'm not keeping any of that. Uh, it is going directly to the charity. So, but so this, this feedback is not coming from the folks that are listening from this show. This is stuff that I've just overheard on streams. Uh, this is stuff that I've seen on Twitter and on Reddit, um, social media, things like that. 
Um, and, and I just kind of wanted to talk about some of it, um, because I, I think it really speaks to what the community is, how the community is responding. Because part of the video in the, the Sea of Thieves news is they talked about some of the new and amazing accessibility options that they're adding, um, with this update, amazing accessibility options. And Sea of Thieves has always tried to put amazing accessibility options into the game for people who might have trouble, you know, <clears throat> using their hands. They might be uh, visually impaired, hearing impaired, whatever it may be. They've added a lot of features into the game to help folks uh, with different types of exceptionalities to still enjoy the game, um, which I, I give kudos to them um, on that. Um, and one of the topics in that they said was a lot of the things they do is based on community feedback. And that may be true, However, I think when we go through this list, we're going to notice a trend that we've, and everyone has talked about, and I don't necessarily know if they're fully <coughs> listening, <coughs> excuse me, to what the players want. I think they're trying, and I think they're doing an okay job at it but they need to step it up to the next level. They need to be doing a good job at it. Not just an okay job, a good job. So let's talk about the positive. The positive is it's beautiful. I don't think I've seen a single post, video, stream, anything that knocked the art design of the Sunken Kingdom. So let's just put that on the wall. We talked about it in my feedback <clears throat> and I haven't seen negative comments coming from the, uh, the peanut gallery out there. See if thieves art team is awesome. Just put it on the wall, ship it, take it home. Whatever the cool kids are saying that this old boomer doesn't understand. It's out there. By the way, I'm not a boomer. I'm only 35 years old. That is not boomer. Learn what a boomer is before you call me a boomer, even though I just jokingly called myself a boomer. So, hands down, it's beautiful. Done. Art, good. A trend that I saw was the Sunken Kingdom is, and this is, I wrote this down and I just realized how bad of a joke it is. The Sunken Kingdom is dry of content. And boring. Just another accommodation sink. So that was kind of my summary. Some people were saying, well, this is, I'm over this already. Some people are saying, man, all these new accommodations, I don't want to do it. Some people are saying, well, I'll get the accommodations when I've done because it's kind of boring. Some people are, you know, there's just a plethora of people out there basically saying that this new content is lackluster. I had a feeling whatever they were going to do was lackluster just because of a pirate's life, but... It seems like overwhelmingly the community at large feels that this content was lackluster, boring, something they could complete quickly, except for the accommodations. And then at that point, they're kind of bored of the stuff anyways, after a couple runs of it, and they'll just do the accommodations when they do them. Kind of like the shouted ghost. You just get it when you get it. Now there'll be some accommodation hogs out there that'll just hammer it out. And that's absolutely fine. That's their play style. And that's great. But the general community, the voice coming out of it is it looks pretty, but 
they're it's kind of lame. And again, that's not you didn't I didn't see a whole lot about lore when I was seeing this feedback. Now maybe I'm not looking in the right channels. I'm sure if I'm not, Logan's going to send me a message on Discord and say, "Hey dumbass, here's the correct channels. Hey, look at all the people talking about lore." But just general searching on YouTube and Twitch and things like that about season four feedback and watching streams, no one's talking about lore, except maybe Falcor, and that's because he's trying to troll you about ice zones. Watch my last, watch the last or listen to the last episode of the podcast to understand. So those are kind of the two pieces of the sunken kingdom, which is lightly talked about, by the way. This is the update. This is season four. This is what we have for three months and it wasn't the thing that was mostly talked about what was mostly talked about Davram please tell us Davram what was mostly talked about on social media and videos and streams what was it what was it what was it what was it I'm curious what was it combat is horrible Well, no shit. We all knew that already. There's been a lot of feedback coming out and a lot of frustrations happening on streams and in YouTube videos that combat is worse now than it was. Now, I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on that. Are there some additional inconsistencies that we didn't see last season? Yes. The blunderbuss seems to be getting worse than inconsistencies. And sword play, a lot of people are complaining about sword play. I don't think the sword is getting worse. I don't think it's getting better. I think it's in the same state. But but since there's not enough, since the content out there is not exciting and keeping us going, we can now go back to bitching about this thing that we've always been bitching about, and that's combat. So I think people are overreacting a little bit on the sword. I think the sword is still in the same place it has been. The blocks don't work. The the counterattacks don't work. The getting the stun, it just doesn't work. And I think it's been about the same. So I, I don't really want to harp on it and say that it's worse because honestly, it feels about the same. But since we don't have other things to really talk about, I think the community is just jumping back on the old steady true steed of hit reg in combat. And I think that's why it looks like it's worse now than it is, which is a bad look for Sea of Thieves because if it's out there in public and streamers are frustrated about it and talking about it and YouTubers are out there and talking about it, and of course I'm talking about all of them talking about it, it's just, that's the conversation right now. And it doesn't look good for Sea of Thieves because then people are going to be like, well, I'm not coming back now. Combat's shittier than ever. Combat sucks. Look at what all these people are saying. I don't think it's really that bad. I think, well, it is that bad, but I don't think it's, it's people are raising the red flag and, and pulling out the pitchforks and, and, and torches because they don't have something else to really, they're not engulfed. They're not immersed. They're not into the content that was just released enough to forget about the combat right? They're not into the, the content was dry. (laughs) Ha ha ha. It's underwater. Can't be dry. The content was dry and boring. Didn't last them long enough. So now they need something in the game to talk about or something in the game that they're doing, which is PVP or, or, or whatever. And it's frustrating. And so it comes out 
And so that's why I think right now it seems like people are complaining a lot more about content uh, about combat. And that's just because I think they're just, they're done with the current content in their mind. It, it was boring and short. And so now when they're playing, what are they going to talk about? Well, they're going to talk about their frustrations. What are their frustrations? Combat. I do think though, in, in, in the time that I played that the blunderbuss does feel more con- inconsistent than it did. And it did feel inconsistent last season as well. It feels more inconsistent now than it did. And that's both in PVE and PVP. It just doesn't feel consistent. Um, I remember when I first started playing this game, I thought the blunderbuss was probably the most consistent killing weapon in the entire game. I thought it was amazing. Like I could get one blunders all the time. And now it seems like one blunders don't exist anymore unless you're, I'm facing this person. They're facing completely the opposite direction of me. I fire at them. They don't die, but they fire in completely wrong direction and I die. That seems to be the only consistency about the blunderbuss. And that is that it is inconsistent period. End of story. When you see some big streamers that are always blunderbuss sniper rifle, and now you see them blunderbuss or now you see them uh, sniper rifle pistol or sniper rifle sword, you know, there's a problem considering the blunderbuss is the only one shot weapon in the game and the big boy PVPers aren't even using it right now. That tells you that there is a major problem. But I don't want to sit here and, and hit reg, hit reg, hit reg, and, and talk about the community just absolutely bashing on combat because I don't think it, it, it I, I don't think it's really gotten that worse to be fair. I don't think it has gotten that worse. And it's just because we don't have anything else to talk about as far as the content that we are now talking about this constantly and, cl- and, and posting videos of how bad it is on, on YouTube and, and on Reddit and, and making memes about it and, and complaining on streams and whatever else. I, I think it's just a little bit blown out of proportion, I guess. So take it as you will. Maybe, maybe you agree with them and maybe you think combat is worse off now. In my hours of playing, and like I said, I haven't played that much in season four. I've got, I've, I've done enough to get my toes wet. Ha ha, pun pun. Um, but to me, it doesn't feel that much worse. Aside from the blunderbuss, which does feel worse. But it doesn't feel that much worse. I just feel like this is a storm that has came out of, it's a storm that's popped out of nowhere because the content that was released was lackluster and didn't have much longevity. A few other things that are going on right now. Um, this is probably going to be another short episode. Again, I I was hoping that this episode, I I would have a little bit more to like, hold on to and talk to. Um, but after diving into season four, a little bit more, um, I, I just wanted to keep the episode on topic about season four and what's going on in the news and stuff like that. And not basically have a extended podcast where we go into a different episode. Like we go into a different topic. I wanted to keep it still season four and my feedback and the community feedback. Um, so I, I, it might end up a little short here as we're going on about the, the 40 minute mark here. So I thank you all for, for listening to the shorter episode. And I appreciate that. And maybe the shorter episode, you don't want to listen to me that long. 
But some things that are also going on that I want to remind you about. The um, the Damned event. I want to say Fort of the Damned, Festival of the Damned. It's none of that. I can't think of the name. Um, but it's the worldwide event going on until November 4th. Listen again. November 4th is all the time you have in order to get your bilge rat um, items. Um, and then also that's all the time we as a worldwide sea of thieves community has to unlock the, um, the figureheads. All right. So if you're playing, uh, make sure you're aware of that event going on and make sure you're getting your favor in and make sure you're knocking that event out. Um, because again, these seem to be limited time cosmetics of which will be gone. So make sure you don't miss out because I'm telling you right now, you know how I am with my pirate look and my cosmetics. These are amazing. These look great. These are awesome. Um, the other thing is, and I, and I haven't dove in since the, this most recent Emporium and store update went in. Um, the bone crusher pants that everyone wants, they're now in there. You can get your bone crusher pants. They've got a reskinned bone crusher figurehead. I know a lot of people love the figurehead, the bone crusher figurehead, uh, which is the Kraken mouth that everyone thought was a bird mouth for the longer time. It wasn't. Those of you who thought it was a bird mouth were wrong. It's a Kraken's mouth. Thank you, Rare, for putting the full-bodied Kraken in Pirate's Life so we can prove all the people who said it was a bird wrong. Jeez. So there was a reskin version of that out there, <clears throat> which is red. It looks really cool. It's like a dark, bloody maroon red. Uh, looks really nice. Uh, and I also saw a screenshot of a reskinned um, Forsaken Ashes set as well out there. The the Forsaken Ashes with the big uh, scimitar-looking sword. Um, some it's not the Ashen Dragon stuff, that glowy stuff. It's the um the forsaken ashes set is a reskin version of that. It looked like there was a ship sails and, and outfit. So um, go check that out as well. But there's definitely some new stuff that you can spend your gold on out there. Um, <clears throat> some new reskins out there. So go check that out. I believe some of it is locked behind accommodation. So just be aware of that. Um, but looks kind of cool. And I know there's a lot of people out there who likes the glowy stuff. So now you got new glowy stuff <clears throat> for those of you who've wanted the bone crusher stuff for a while. Stop your bitching. That's in the game now. Um, and I, like I said, I haven't logged in to see the price on some of these items. I'm going to guess they're going to fall in line with what we've been seeing uh, to, again, keep that gold economy as low as possible. But I did see a tweet earlier today um, that said that there, that had the bone crusher pants at like one gold. If they're at one gold, that's, that's like rare saying, we're sorry. Here, here you go. Cause they've not been in the game. So um, it was kind of funny. I, I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but I thought that was kind of cool. Um, or a great Photoshop. Not quite sure yet. Um, I, I will know more once I, once I find some more time to play here. Although as soon as I finish this podcast, I'm packing up and guess what? We're traveling for the weekend. So, um, I thought I was done being on the road for a while, but guess what? We're back on the road again, uh, tomorrow. So wait, yeah, tomorrow. I'm losing track of days now. It is, it is, yeah, tomorrow. Back on the road tomorrow and gone all weekend. So there you go on that. Um, but guys, that's that's kind of where uh, where I feel about season four right now. I'm obviously going to get in and get my hours in, get my season pass done. 
I'm going to get my um, uh, event done right now to get the cool cosmetics. Um, and, and honestly, I think for a lot of players, um, the only thing really driving them to log in right now is the world event to, to not miss out on those really cool cosmetics. I would guess if they didn't have this Halloween style event going on, um, the worldwide event to get these really cool looking cosmetics, I would guess that there wouldn't be a whole lot of players on the seas right now because a lot of people are, are frustrated with the combat system that the new update is lackluster, um, for the majority of players. Um, so it's, it's good that rare pushed this, uh, Halloween style, a global, uh, event out at the right time, because I think it, it kind of saved some of their player base, um, until next season. So I'm hoping that we see something that's a little bit more engaging uh, next season, something with a little bit more longevity aside from like a week and a half, two weeks. Um, and something that might hold our attention for a little bit longer, but we'll see what they've got in the cooker. Um, but that's going to do it for me, guys. Thank you very much for listening. As always, if you'd like to get a hold of me, all of the information <clears throat> to contact me is in the show notes below. Feel free to reach out. Feel free to jump in our community discord and chat with me there. I'm always on there as long as I'm at my computer. Again, when I'm traveling, I might be slow to respond, but come on over, uh, join in there. We've got a, a Pirate Talk radio channel that you can talk to me uh, about the show and things like that, and also play and find some cool people to play New World with or other games with. It's a great little community Discord we have. Uh, just as a reminder, again, we are raising money for the rest of this year. We're going to try to hit $5,000 to help to pay uh, for children's health care. If you would like to support that, again, you can go to my live stream, uh, you can sub there, drop bits there, all that money goes to charity, or you can directly donate in the link in the description box uh, in the show notes below. And I will tell you, there's some really nasty consumables as incentives now that you can donate and have me eat or drink oh, live on stream. If you would also like to support my content, you can always go over to patreon.com slash TV. We have a variety of different uh, pledge monthly pledge levels there that you can go check out. And, uh, and some of them have some perks like merch and, uh, Christmas cards on them. So go check that out. If you would like to contribute to the financials of my content and this broadcast, but guys, take care of yourselves and each other stay safe out there. And I will talk to you next time on pirate talk radio.